This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I am your host, the Eric. Every episode I'm on, they're like, oh, it's Eric Eden. No, stop it. I'm Eric. He's Walling. Leave it alone. Is that where we're going from now on? Is yes. that it? So we're just, okay. We can do that. You're the original. That's what I'm saying. You're the OG Eric. Damn right. Anyway, so today's game, we will uh, be pitting Benchwarmer team of <laughs> of Dan and Josh versus Benchwarmer Marcus and newcomer Tex Western. Welcome to the bench, Tex. Uh, why don't you take a minute, let us know where you're from, uh, teams you root for, anything else you want to throw at us. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, so I'm the managing editor of Acme Packing Company, the SB Nation blog that covers the Green Bay Packers, uh, born and raised in the Milwaukee area. Uh, so pa- Packers fan, you know, my, my bleed, I bleed cheese, have since birth, um, went to University of Wisconsin, so Badgers fan. Um, and then, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a very fair weather Bucks fan. I'll admit it. I, uh, I I grew up not a big basketball guy, but uh, it's it's easy when you've got a, a good team. So that's not something I really knew anything about growing up. But um, honestly, my first love though was was baseball and, and going to County Stadium as a kid in in Milwaukee. Uh, grew up a huge Brewers fan. One of my core memories as a kid was seeing Robin Yount hit his three thousandth hit. So um, that's my that's my kind of claim to fame as a little kid. So that's a, a little bit of where I'm at. Uh, I'm, I'm living in Ohio now. The only Ohio team I have adopted is the Columbus Blue Jackets. Everything else here in Ohio can suck it. And that's me in a nutshell. All right. So you started with two strikes, Packers fan <laughs> and Badgers fan. All right. Um, and you'll be teaming with Marcus today. Marcus, how's it going? Great. Um, a really late uh, summer here developing in Washington. And we had some nice consecutive days. So I washed my car. That felt good. Um, and yeah, um, with with Tex being a Wisconsin fan, we can bond over the fact that uh, we can both be UW and not be salty about it. Um, we, can, we can work with that. Yeah, we can work <laughs> with that. And uh, so our with, for our team name, um, I listened to the Pat McAfee show. They had a great shirt for uh, Mr. Rogers that uh, plays quarterback there. And so our team name is going to be dropping dimes and suck it signs. All right. So I will mess that up 35 times. I'll probably just <laughs> drop you guys down to suck it at some point, um, <laughs> which is fine. I'm, I'm very good with that. It's fair. All right. Uh, let's throw it over to Dan and Josh. How are you guys doing? I'll go first. Dan's got our name uh, doing well. You know, I, I will try to, to play nice and not be not be too hard on techs. Um, although <laughs> brewers, I have no problems with the brewers. Um, I didn't even when they were in the American League. You know, it was, you know, cool. No one has a problem with the Brewers, and there's a reason for that. Wow. They were <laughs> Sorry. Good. Sorry. I one just, time, I, they I, were I, decent not that long ago. 1982. Hey, Seattle Pilots. <laughs> Brewers are after their uh, their best 40 game start in franchise history right there. There you guys. go. There you go. Yeah. Was that 500? Wow. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. E. Sorry. Oh, hey, Sorry. your team is uh, not. Uh, yeah, they're terrible. Guys- Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Well, other than that, uh, Dan will appreciate this, but uh, this uh, afternoon um, for my other, you know, part-time hobby thing that I do, uh, we had a little mini proto spiel that we were doing some game testing at. So I've had a pretty good day today. 
Nice. Yeah. Glad to hear that. That makes me happy. <laughs> Whoa. Dan's got a little scotch in him, so it's going <laughs> to get weird here soon. Although this might throw us off of actually answering questions. We're going to be talking game design. Oh, boy. And that is some fascinating audio right there. <laughs> yes. That'll be, a, that'll be our next uh, project, next side project, along with the naked bootleg. <laughs> um, I'm great. My, uh, my parents were in town for my daughter's uh, birthday, which meant that I ate well this weekend. Yeah. Just got back from a really nice restaurant and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm stuffed. <laughs> I'm stuffed right now. And uh, it's, it's all good though. Um, they're heading home tomorrow. I'll get to go back out to Minnesota in uh, the end of July. So get to see everybody then probably see Josh then that'd be nice. And uh, yeah. So anyway, um, just quick story before we go on here. Um, I, I, I've got three reasons why I can't stand the Packers and, and, and <laughs> they're all, I don't know. They're, they're all equal. Um, one, you haven't not had a quarterback since 1991. Um, no other team can say that. I won't, I won't tell you how old I was when, when Brett Favre took over for Don Mikowski. Second, and this goes also along with the third one, a lot of success in there. And I did not get the success in there. And third, in my beloved hometown, on the Vikings flagship station, the longest running show is called Packer Preview drives me crazy there's about 20 percent of the population <laughs> in the twin cities that are packers fans and they will let you know it ah. <laughs> our team name is we're bitter and we know it <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I i agree to all those sentiments well i apologize dan because you know we always you know anytime we have a f- first-time guest we always throw some questions their way that they might know a little more than so this is a packers based game i didn't want to tell anybody until right now written in stone we we actually might sadly be able to answer packer questions (laughs) it's been in our faces (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh yeah so let's move on uh we're gonna kick it over to dan for the rules We'll be starting off with the coin flip question to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see your today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true bench warmers they are. All right. Let's get this game underway. I sounded salty. Why? Yeah, that was a live read. All right, it's time for the coin flip of 50-50 warm-up question worth 10 points. Um, and this question always goes to the guest and his teammate. Um, so the coin flip question today is, who rushed for more yards during their rookie season in the NFL? Melvin Gordon and Monty Ball or Jonathan Taylor and James White? Okay, mm. so Gordon, when he was a rookie, I'm trying to think, was he, God, how long has he been in the league? That was either 15 or 16. I think it was 2016. Okay. Because JT last year was, what, 1,200, 1,300-ish? Yes. He, he led the league, right? Because Derrick Henry missed a bunch of games. And James White couldn't have been any more than, like, 
I mean, he he's the pass catching guy. It, it couldn't have been yeah. more than like what, like three hundred to four hundred yards. Yeah, and I, the the Monte Ball one is throwing me because I'm trying to remember how much Denver actually used him as a rookie in 2013. Um, because yeah, I I feel like Gordon was in the 1100 range. So did did Monte Ball have more than 200 yards more than James White <laughs> as a rookie? Um, yeah, that's man. a great question. Um, I think I'd go JT and White personally. I'm good with that. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll check that in. Okay. So Melvin Gordon, his rookie season rushed for 641 yards. Monty Ball rushed for 559 yards his rookie season. So that gives them a total of 1,200 yards. Jonathan Taylor, we'll get to him. James White rushed for 38 yards his rookie season. Oh, no. Holy crap. (laughs) Jonathan Taylor rushed for 1,169 yards. Nice. So you add those up. That's 1,207 yards. So you guys got the correct answer. On Jonathan All Taylor right. and James White. <laughs> Man, oh my goodness, I, I was going to be really mad if you gave me a, a Wisconsin running backs question right off the bat and I got it wrong. So, whew. All right. Heading into the first quarter, we have a score of dropping dimes and suck it signs with 10 and we're bitter and we know it. Zero. Bitter and we know it. <laughs> Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash TP. Thanks. Today's first quarter will be David versus Goliath. David versus Goliath. This quarter will consist of three pairs of questions. One easier, David, and one harder, Goliath. After hearing both questions, the teams will pick one of the two questions to answer, either David or Goliath. Each David question is worth 25 points, and each Goliath question is worth 50 points. So David versus Goliath, this is the all-time at school edition. Um, I'm going to give you two records at the same school, and you have to tell me who has them. So question number one, Wisconsin football leader in total touchdowns is the David, and Goliath, Wisconsin football's leader in total offensive yards in a career. All right, we'll check in. All right, we're bitter and we know it's checked in. That means dropping dimes and suck it signs. You guys can talk it out. All right. Well, we were pretty pretty close to checking in, I think. Um, so we started off with the usual suspects, Dane and Taylor. But we think that's pretty obvious. And then I threw out a question to Tex and I said, did you guys ever have a mobile quarterback? And then go ahead. Brooks <laughs> Bollinger. 2000 to 2003, um, or I'm sorry, 99 to 2003. Um, wasn't a huge passing guy, but he was very mobile. Um, decent little NFL career as a backup. Jets, he played for Minnesota for a little bit. I don't remember. I think Fine he did. played. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, and he's about the only 
guy who started over the course of four different years than I can think of quarterback wise. Um, so I, I, I think I like it. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good with that. And with these, with these two teamed up over there, I think they're going to be pretty heavy on some Goliaths. They're, they're, they're smart. So, all right, we are going to check in the Goliath with Brooks Bollinger. Okay. And we're bitter and we know it. What'd you guys come up with? Well, we fooled you. We're dummies over here. We're going David. And uh, we actually think it's Monty Ball. All right. One team getting their points. Um, so in two, from 2009 to 2012, with 84 total touchdowns, it was Monty Ball. Um, from 92 to 95, oh, with 7,477 total yards, you have Daryl Bevel. Oh, no. Yeah. No, yeah. no. Yeah. So Bollinger's passing yards was only 5,600 or so. Um, Daryl Bevel's passing yards was 7,686. So he lost yards with his rushing. <laughs> um, he was the opposite of a mobile quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't tell that to UCLA's <laughs> defense in the Rose Bowl in 93. He was also an offensive uh, genius for the Vikings. <laughs> and the Seahawks. And the Seahawks. <laughs> That's why I said, oh, no. I said, no, Daryl Bell yeah. got me again. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's move on to question number two here. David is TCU football's all-time leading rusher. And the Goliath, TCU football's all-time leader in total touchdowns. We're going to check in. All right. Dropping dimes and suck at signs checked in. So we have, uh, we're bitter and we know it. Can talk it up. So we're, we're cool with LT for, for the David, right? For at least the David, for at right? Least I David, mean, I right. think he, I think he's in discussion, isn't he probably for the if throwing the touchdown counts, then there's going to be quarterbacks that have more than, oh, LT. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. I wouldn't. Yeah. It's got to be either Andy Dalton or, um, I think his name is Boykin, the guy that took over after uh, Dalton was gone. They both played four years, and they both threw touchdowns. Did they both rush a decent amount of touchdowns, you know? Perhaps. I just don't think of Andy Dalton as being much of a... But maybe he was in college. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I would be willing to bet that both of them are pretty close in the ones that they threw. Okay. Because that offense was pretty potent. Always has been, really. And then... I would guess that Dalton probably wasn't really responsible for a lot of rushing. And if not, I don't know. I, I mean, we, we, we got LT. We can go LT. True. True. And then it's a matter of, you know, whether we want to roll the dice with the. Do you think Boykin probably had maybe more rushing touchdowns? Probably. I'd be fine if you want to take the gamble on Boykin. I think because to me, that's where I would lean out of the two. All right. Let's do it. Let's, let's, let's do it. All right. We'll check in with with Boykin for 100 <laughs> or 50 and uh, <laughs> uh, dropping dimes and socket signs. What was your answer? <laughs> um, well, we had a very similar discussion um, and uh, text threw in the, the 2011 Rose Bowl as as maybe a connection. I said, I don't know if Eric's going that deep, but I think he threw this in there maybe because he knows that TC is my second favorite team in college. And we also checked in Trevon Boykin. I, I feel fairly certain that he's 
probably probably around the same with Dalton in touchdowns, but he definitely in touchdown passes, but he definitely ran for a bunch. And Seahawks backup quarterback legend. So we checked in the Goliath with uh, Trevon Boykin. Okay, no one went for the David, which everyone knows was Ladanian Tomlinson. Tomlinson is fifth in total touchdowns with fifty-four. Um, so yeah, yeah, fifth. Oh, uh, behind Kenny Hill, Max oh. Duggar, <laughs> oh. or Duggan. Sorry, Max Duggan, and yeah. um, the top two. So with ninety-three total touchdowns and one thirteen is the difference between the two. Number one is Trayvon Boykin with 113. So both teams getting their points. Nice. Come on, Dan. <laughs> Sorry, we went David on the first one. The Seahawks really liked him. And then he, so, you know, like all this stuff that's happened with Russ. And I truly believe that they liked him enough that if he had stayed out of his own way and hadn't gotten into a bunch of trouble, that they probably would have given him a shot as the starter whenever Russ decided to leave because they liked him that much. So they're your second favorite team? TCU, yes. So purple is the uh, common denominator? Do you like Northwestern too? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like exciting football. I don't like 1930s football. All right, so we got question number three for the David and Goliath here. I'm sorry, I had to do this. Uh, For the David, Ohio University basketball's all-time assist leader. And for the Goliath, Ohio University basketball's all-time points leader. Okay. I got to Now I got to do a bunch of exposition, Eric. I was going to say we got to understand what what, yeah, what this is I, all about. So, okay. Here, let me fill you in on what you're missing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> right? I would think so. <laughs> I mean, although I mean for for any listeners, that's not a Well, for any non-hardcore listeners, that's not a David <laughs> It should be. All right. It should be. Do you know who that is? <laughs> no. He, he said he lives an hour away and does not know, Eric. Sorry. Does he he's not from there? Well, how long have you been in Ohio? Uh 11 years? Not long enough. Not, not long no. enough. No. As an aside, I've 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 been to uh Athens. Beautiful, beautiful um campus. Yeah, absolutely beautiful campus. That's all I'm going to say. Is it bad that I don't want to give that answer? <laughs> Listen, I haven't hosted in a minute, so just <laughs> his name hasn't come up in a while. I feel like he's due his respect. He's basically telling us that's the answer to David. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're checking in. Dropping dimes and sucking signs is checked in. We're bitter and we know it can now talk it out and talk about Ohio basketball. Getting more bitter by the moment, too. <laughs> I only know one actual person who played there. And it's not DJ Cooper. And it's not DJ Cooper. <laughs> I don't know who that is still. I know Gary Trent, but I, my guess is he's probably not. He wasn't that. I don't. And you're right. He's kind of more of an, a name, and that's probably the name most people could probably associate with Ohio basketball. And I don't think Gary Trent played there the whole time. I don't think he played four years. Oh, well, then he probably wouldn't have hold the record for points. So should we just go, David, and you can give the answer because I don't want to. <laughs> I've already said it once. You're not going to say it. So we'll we'll check in with David for uh, with DJ Cooper. All right. And uh, dropping dimes and socket signs. Would you guys come up with? Oh, this is one of my favorites because I had to explain that the first time I was ever on this podcast before I was even a part of it, I was just a guest. 
there's a fourth quarter question about DJ Cooper. <laughs> and I and Tech said, no. He, how close do you live to the campus again? I, I live an hour away. I'm in Columbus. So let's let's just say that, that sports talk in this this general vicinity is dominated by a slightly bigger university. <laughs> ah, the university, you might say. It's a university. I don't recognize that <laughs> statement. Okay. Well, I think we should just uh, go with. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we checked in, uh, decided before, you know, because we checked in first uh, with the David and DJ Cooper. See, everyone knew that answer because that's how easy it was. And that's how the, <laughs> and everyone knows that name. Everyone knows that name. It's it's great. He's finally become a household name. Um, so the David was DJ Cooper and the Goliath, Ohio University basketball's all time points leader. Um, his name is DJ Cooper. No, it's it's uh, D- Dave, Dave Jamerson, Jamerson. I don't even know how to say it. Wait for it. Who exactly? <laughs> oh, wait, that was meant for David and Goliath. My bad. Goliath and Goliath. Oh. <laughs> uh. It's probably oh, my, my most favorite question I've ever done. <laughs> and I did not realize, Marcus, that you were on that first episode until you just reminded me. That's right. hilarious. Yeah, that was that was my first episode on as a guest. <laughs> How long ago was this? Oh, geez. <laughs> a year ago, maybe? Over a year ago. Oh, it was over a year ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's the name of the episode. No, the title was Brian Boitano, My Balls. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Um, that would have been episode 27. Oh, wow. That uh, released on September 2nd, 2020. <laughs> wow, we're going on two years. Nice. <laughs> well, nice. you can guarantee that I'm never going to forget DJ Cooper the rest <laughs> of my life. You're welcome. You are welcome. I'm I look sorry. forward to coming back on Sunday and getting another DJ Cooper question. <laughs> the, the only the only way it works is if Eric Eid is the host because uh, nobody else is going to ask. It. Oh, really? <laughs> nobody else. Phil Sanford knows who he is. It doesn't mean he's going to ask a question. Phil, Phil knew who he was before the question was asked the first time. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anyway, so after the first quarter, we have a score of dropping dimes and socket signs. With 85, and we're bitter and we know it with a cool 100. Support for today's Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below the waist grooming. Their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. All of us here at Benchworms received the performance package as a part of our Manscaped sponsorship, and I can speak with authority that it is filled with all sorts of goodies. I highly recommend you give it a try. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, 20% off and free worldwide shipping when you use the code BENCH at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. So don't forget, use the promo code BENCH, B-E-N-C-H, at checkout, manscaped.com. Brings us to today's second quarter, which will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. 
If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Missing link question number one. Say that again. <laughs> you just said missing lick. <laughs> that too. I'm married. Um, <laughs> missing link question number one. What, what small forward went pro at 15? First year in the NBA was in the mid-90s. Played for five NBA teams, including the Pacers and Raptors. His resume includes one NBA championship and two three-point contest championships. All right. We'll check in. All right. Uh, we're bitter when we know it's checked in. Dropping dimes and suck the science talk about. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, we... Okay. Going pro at 15 usually means international. Right. And... When I'm thinking of multi-time winners of the three-point contest, I can't think of anybody that's international because you have Bird, you have Craig Hodges, uh, I think Mark Price won twice, <laughs> famous European player Mark Price, uh, <laughs> Jason Capono, but he didn't play in the 90s. So European player. Ooh, 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 ooh. I don't know if you won a title. What about uh, what about Peja Stoyakovic? See, and I, I had Peja in my head too, but I thought he was. I thought he came in a little bit later. Yeah, well, because I, I don't remember him. I think I remember him with the Raptors, but not with the Pacers. And but that's I, what I was thinking too. Right, and obviously with the Kings. Yeah, and I think he won a three-point contest. And I mean, I, it's very possible that he got two, but I, Could, I remember where, one. Where would he have? Where would he have won a title? Oh gosh. I mean, yeah. obviously not with the Kings, but I mean, he could be one of these guys that like floated around at the end and yeah. got one with like, you know, the Lakers were taken on a bunch of people yeah. past their prime late or like the Spurs or something, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I he's at least somebody I know who's won a three point contest that's European. Yep. I I would say that's our best guess yeah yeah that that name popped into my head too i think i'm i'm good to roll with that that's that's as good as anything i can come up with okay let's do it all right uh we're gonna check in with peja stoyakovic okay and we're bitter and we know it what do you got i can tell you he won his title with the mavericks it's mm. peja stoyakovic ah. and just real quick before he jumps in uh kukoc had three NBA championships. Okay. He was yeah. on the full he was, three peat. He was okay. Couldn't remember when the he got second three peat. Yeah. <laughs> Not the first one, but second three peat. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Nope. Both teams getting their points here. The correct answer is Peja Stoyakovich. He's um one with the Mavs. He played with the Kings, then went to the Pacers, then to the Hornets, then to the Raptors, and then finished up with the Mavericks. All right. All right. On to question number two. The right winger, this right winger stood just five foot nine and over his 20 year career, he scored over 500 goals, worked as a scout after his playing career and was the assistant general manager for the Lightning under Steve Iserman. He was named the Ducks general manager in February of 2022. That's ancillary. If you're if you're good, you can. Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're going to check in. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, dropping dimes and second signs checked in. So that gives we're bitter and we're no, we know it some time to talk this out. Okay. This is when we, uh, when I say, Josh, how good are you on your NHL? But I already know the answer. I say, what's the NHL? <laughs> oh, uh, man. Hmm. I mean, I don't pay a lot of attention to front offices. What? Uh, I know. That's crazy of me. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't either. So I don't know a, who's the a fairly short right winger who the duck. Yeah. I don't know. Who, yeah. Five foot nine. That's kind of uh, scout. A 20 I, I year career. It's gotta be a name that I've heard of. If he played for 20 years, I would think you would think, <laughs> <laughs> but we don't know who he played for. No. And that's going to hurt because I, there's a lot of people who have 500 goals. I mean, we're talking 30 of them, probably 35. How many of them are short guys? Well, probably a, some. I don't, I don't know if I could name all of them, first of all. <laughs> Let's try how tall they are. And they're on skates. I don't know which ones are my height. I mean, to I be mean, honest, they're all on skates, so the short ones would still look short compared to all the others. That's true. <laughs> you didn't know Chara's only 5'5"? Five five? Yeah. <laughs> he just, skates he, really, he has, he just has really tall skates. <laughs> oh, man. I don't think I'm going to be much help here. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, there's know. not a lot for me to grab onto here, and I just don't have anything with the front offices. No, I, I don't have this. I. Okay. Well, just throw a name out there. We'll go from there. No, I, I honestly, I have no idea. Um, someone like, I don't know, like Pierre Turgeon or someone. He's in the front office somewhere, isn't he? I don't know. I, well, didn't I already tell you I don't pay attention yeah. to front offices? <laughs> All right, let's let's go with Pierre Turgeon for zero points. Okay, and dropping dimes and suck at signs, what do you got? We're going to go with Pat Verbeek. I one team, one team getting their points. The correct answer is Pat Verbeek. Josh, you were you were onto something there. He was a mid nineties Red Wing in those 97, 98 ish Cup teams. I like I said, I just wanted to try throw one last thing at Dan before he kind of gave up thought, just to see if I could shake something loose. And I think I neglected to mention that I grew up a Red Wings fan in the nineties. Oh, you so... did neglect to say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry about yeah that. Surprisingly, I had nothing to do with that <laughs> hockey question. Um, the answer came in so fast, I was like, "That can't be Marcus." That was really fast. Rude but fair. So Text did you like fall it, out of the bandwagon tree and hit every branch on the way down or what <laughs> no see see look growing up in wisconsin you you're born and bred to hate uh chicago sports teams and hate minnesota sports teams so what's the next closest thing when you're growing up looking for a hockey team detroit was the closest thing i had so that's where i latched onto, and that was still before they they got any good in the right. in the mid 90s that's fair i was gonna say and and at that point you couldn't have rooted for a minnesota hockey team they didn't have one they they very briefly in, i'm in just saying is if you picked yeah. up a if you picked up a fandom in the yeah. mid 90s mid to late 90s or early yeah you couldn't have you, oh, early even, early 90s yeah, yeah. You, 
Well, but then you'd be but, like, but even so, like I said, I had like a one year window. So yeah, yeah, that's not much of a window for right. Uh, don't get don't get Dan started. Don't say the guy that caused that issue. All right, well, we'll 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 move, we'll move on. From <laughs> We're bitter and we know it. <laughs> All right, so so far our theme link answers are Peja Stoyakovich and Pat Verbeek. Bringing us to question number three. A late round draft pick, what linebacker was named the AFC Rookie of the Year, recorded over 1,100 solo tackles, and was a five-time Pro Bowler, and somehow is not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame? We're going to check in. All right, dropping dimes and socket signs checked in. It means it's up to we're bitter and we're know it to talk it up. So, Dan, could this be uh, Zach Thomas? I think I've heard you'd go on the rant about him not being in the Hall of Fame. Sure. Everyone should be on that rant. Anyway, <laughs> just that's that's just where my first thought went. When uh, yeah, I mean that makes it makes sense. I think he was a rookie, a defensive rookie of the year. That, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you what round he was drafted, but wouldn't surprise me if he was late round because he's pretty short, wasn't he? For a linebacker, yeah, it was like five nine on skates. Zidane <laughs> 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 Ochara height, I heard. Yeah, I'm. I'm good with that. That makes that makes sense, Josh. Okay, uh, we'll check in with uh, Zach Thomas. Okay, and dropping dimes and socket signs. What do you got? Yeah, we're also checking in with Zach Thomas. All right, and for the record, he's 5'11". <laughs> <laughs> not on skates, he's not. He's only 5'9 no. on skates. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, both teams getting their points. The correct answer is Zach Thomas. Zach. You pronounce all the letters, people. All the letters. All right, so our theme link answers so far now, again, there are Peja Stojakovic, Pat Verbeek, and Zach Thomas. Question number four. Considered to be the best center in his draft class, this player was projected as a second or third round pick. He would get selected in the first round, 31st overall. He would live up to his draft positioning, getting selected to the Pro Bowl five of his six seasons that he played, retiring after seven years due to health reasons. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. We'll check in. We're bitter and we know it has checked in dropping dimes and suck at signs discuss. Okay. Uh, so the, my, uh, with the pounces, one of them is one of them wasn't very good. Um, uh, Mike, I think Mike Pouncey. Wait, I thought, I thought Mike was the center for the Steelers. And then Marquise was the one who jumped around from, I think what started in Miami and, yeah, bounced around a couple places. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, yeah, but my issue is, I think I thought Pouncey retired last year, and so I just don't remember him having a ton of injury issues. I swear, I remember one of the two, like, was really good and, and retired after a little bit, and and thirty first in the first round would work for him if only because the steel, I know the Steelers picked 31st in 2011 after they lost to the Packers in the Super Bowl. Yeah. But that's, that's, yeah, that's all I got. 
because like like you said earlier it's got to be a fairly recent guy um with the 31st pick being a first rounder so it's got to be in the yeah. last 20 years oh, i'm having a hard time thinking of centers for some reason well you got i'm uh, first round centers isn't that common so it's like, yeah the only the only like, the other one, other other one now that jumps out to my mind is nick mangold did he retire a little early yes i think i like that better okay the jets presumably would have had to have traded up or down into that pick, yeah obviously but yeah um, but i like i think i like mangled better because i know he retired relatively early and okay he he was injured quite a bit because like the other names like i'm thinking of first round centers i think of like alex mack but he's still yep. playing somehow yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, if 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 you like Mangold better than Pouncey, I'm I'm good with Mangold. You sure? Yeah. All right. Uh we're gonna check in with Nick Mangold. Okay, and we're bitter and we know it. What did you guys come up with? I knew who this was, but couldn't remember the name. Fortunately, Josh could remember the name. I said Wisconsin guy. Played for Dallas and recent. And Josh picked it up from there. Oh, Travis Frederick. One team getting their points. Sorry, there, uh, text. I thought I threw one at you, but I. Yep. Didn't hit home, <laughs> I guess. All right. Yeah. Um, the correct answer is Travis Frederick. He uh, missed one complete season due to uh, Gillian Beret syndrome. Um, came back for one season, made the Pro Bowl, and then retired after that. Look, when Wisconsin guys play for the Cowboys, they just leave my memory entirely. <laughs> I figured, you know, going with, uh, you know, a, a picked well before they were supposed to be, everybody should have immediately went to Dallas, but I guess. <laughs> All right. So theme linked answers so far. We have Paige Stoyakovich, Pat Verbeek, Zach Thomas, and Travis Frederick. Bringing us to question number five. Referred to by many as the greatest European player of all time. What player started his pro career in Germany at the age of 16, drafted in 1998 by a team in the northern half of the U.S., but would play his whole career for one team in the southern half of the U.S.? We can check in. We're bitter and we know it's checked in. That means suck it. Can talk it out. (laughs) (laughs) Suck it, can talk it out. Um, well, um, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, just I, I yeah, I, I think there's only one answer, and he was drafted by my my hometown Milwaukee Bucks and traded for Robert Tractor Trailer, which was a a low point in in that franchise's. It was a pretty history. good trade. So no, I yeah, think no, low, I think the low point was the red jerseys. I think that was. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. That's when you're fair. when you've got, when you're coming off the purple with the deer, which I do have a Monte Ellis jersey in my closet. Nice of that. Uh, yeah, you can't go to that god-awful red and i can't even call it red because it wasn't it was whatever that was anyways uh yeah so do you want to go ahead and check in <laughs> yeah well we we can we can check in with this one all, all right. right it's dirk Nowitzki. all right and we're bitter and we know it yeah it's dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> <laughs> all right both teams are getting their points the correct answer is dirk Nowitzki. 
All right, so our five answers are Paige Stoyakovich, Pat Verbeek, Zach Thomas, Tra- Travis Frederick, and Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> so I got both theme link answers, and we're going to start with, we'll go with our, our guest first here, um, Dropping Dimes and Suck It Signs. What was your guess at the theme? Well, um, <laughs> we were looking at these names very perplexed. And then it hit me. I said, oh, uh, they all played in Dallas. And then Tex thankfully corrected me and said he thinks they finished their careers in Dallas. So that is what we checked in with. Pat Verbeek did it again because he was on that uh, Dallas Stars Cup winning team. <laughs> all right. And then we're bitter and we know it. What was your answer? You seriously just bring up the Dallas Stars winning it. <laughs> We're bitter. We know it. I wish I wouldn't have said anything about uh, Pedro finishing his career winning one with the uh, <laughs> the Mavericks. Um, but yes, we also said that they finished their career in Dallas. All right. Both teams getting their points here for the theme. They all finished their career in Dallas. Um, Verbeek actually was in Dallas for a minute, went to Detroit for a couple, didn't win any cups in Detroit, and then finished up with the the uh, Stars. So after the second quarter, we have a score of dropping dimes and suck at signs with 215, and we're bitter and we know it, 280. Comeback starts now. And for Absolutely. any listeners, any listeners that normally shut it off, you know, right at the halfway through the game and never come back, you're going to want to come back for the third quarter. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Ooh. That's called the tease in the quarter. biz. That's it called is. the tease. Listen, it's just in case there's anybody, they're like, this game sucks. You know what? The third quarter will bring you back. Because uh, oh, they're all the people that once they heard DJ Cooper again well. said, I'm out of here. That's it. Stick what, around. They didn't stick around oh. to hear this. <laughs> I, uh, I think I know what the third quarter tease is, and I might be gone by then. Oh, no. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I know there's probably a lot of people who are like, hey, this is a sports trivia podcast. What's this halftime uh, entertainment crap? Uh, let's, let's just say there may not be a second team by the time we get to the third <laughs> quarter, Josh. Um, okay. I, I, I'm not, it, might I, just, it might just be dropping dimes playing by <laughs> themselves. That happens. That happens. Uh, we're going to protest? Just Probably. All right, so... That brings us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points. Halftime question number one. There has been seven different versions of Mario Tennis. The most recent being Mario Tennis Aces for the Nintendo Switch. The original game was called Mario's Tennis and was released for what portable tabletop console where players use the console like a head mounted, like a head mounted display. We can check in. All right. We're bitter. And we know it has checked in. Dropping diamonds and sucking signs. Talk it up. Cool. Great. Yeah. Cool. Uh. <laughs> I mean, this just screams the Wii to me. 
it's possible they can just keep releasing Mario Tennis and putting a number on it, and it can still be for the Switch and the Wii and all that crap. But this seems like a Wii thing. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm confused about the head-mounted display thing. I've got, I, but I've got nothing. I have absolutely nothing. I mean, unless you think it goes back to like Nintendo 64 and there was like a, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. What do you want to go? Like the only, the only other like portable system that I can think of was like the the Game Boy series going, going farther back. That's also not a portable, that's also not a portable tabletop console, which has also got me hung up. So yeah, um, it could be a PSP. I don't know, like maybe yeah. PCP. So, no, 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 no. That's that's mm. a different thing. No, no. no you you no, might be no, no throwing your head around when you're. Oh, you probably are. So no, kids, don't. Just don't. We don't even know. <laughs> I had the yeah. uh, Sega Game Gear. That was a thing. <laughs> I had a Sega CD. Oh yeah, I had the I had Sega a, Master System. I had a Sega Saturn. <laughs> Dreamcast. Love oh. Sega. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Do you want to say a DS? Sure. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. We're going to check in with Nintendo DS. And we're bitter and we know it. What was your answer? I I don't get video video game questions that often. But this was the height of my actually paying attention to video game consoles. Um, It was right after I graduated from college. I was working with kids. These things were hot for about eight seconds 32 hours eight seconds yeah um this is the nintendo virtual boy one team getting their points the correct answer is the virtual boy released in 1995 one year prior to the nintendo 64 i think it lasted about that long too i don't remember that at oh all. It, it's it's it was it was not color it, you put this this put this thing on the table and you put your head up to it, it looks like a vr thing and it it's just wow. like red, red outlined like that's all it was was just red outlines of <laughs> like characters walking around and playing tennis and like other games like that so you had to look at your the person's head do you have to look at their head for what was going on you couldn't see it like if somebody was playing it you had no idea what they were doing like oh, it was no because your eyes were in the yeah okay yeah, i see oh, yeah you're i i don't actually know what those are and that wasn't in my brain but when dan when you typed it i was like oh i remember hearing about that that was long before i ever had any actual nintendo product i didn't have yeah. a nintendo until the wii i i wrote this question but my friend actually messaged me the other day saying that he just found his in the basement does it work <laughs> yeah Still works. Is it probably playing? No, no, it's, it's no. You better have games for it because you're not finding any. Oh no, you can't get that anywhere. Any, yeah. I bet they're. I bet you can online, and I bet they're really expensive, or or really cheap. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. All right. Uh, so let's move on to question number two, and you'll notice the theme here. The Mario series also had a soccer or football franchise. What is the name of the soccer franchise named after a position on the pitch? These games would make Jamie Tart proud. Yep. Yeah, we'll check in. All right. Dropping dimes in. Suck it. Signs checked in. We're bitter. And we know it can now talk it out. Well, yeah, Jamie Tart's striker. Be, yeah, it's got to right. be Mario striker. Yeah. 
Jamie Tart. Yeah, let's go with Mario Striker. And what did we have over at Dropping Times and Sucking Signs? Uh, yeah, I think it was Mario Strikers. I don't know if the plural makes any difference, but I'll be lenient on this. Yeah, that... so, yeah. <laughs> both teams getting their points. It is That's Strikers. That they would have changed if they if he hadn't been lenient, they would have been bitter to the end. <laughs> I mean, we're still going to be bitter yeah, I mean, to the yeah, end. Just just wait just till the third quarter. More fuel on the <laughs> fire. Let's be let's be but, real. They don't need any more fuel after the third quarter. So I can't do the Palpatine meme here, but imagine it. <laughs> yes, your hate makes you powerful. Question number three. Super Super Mario Kart was originally released in 1992. The game had eight playable characters, including Koopa Troopa. When Mario Kart 64 was released in 1997, Koopa Troopa was replaced by what antagonist and arch rival to Mario? You you good, right? Yeah. Okay, we're going to check in. (laughs) All right. Um, Dropping Dines and Socket Science has now checked in, so it's up to We're Bitter and We Know It to... Try not to be so bitter. I mean, we could try. Is this uh, is this Wario? That's the only name that came to mind for me. Like I just told you, I didn't have a Nintendo until the Wii. So anything prior to that, no clue. Um, I mean, Mar- Wario was the name that came to mind when I heard the, you know, rival right. thing. Right. Let's yeah. Why not? Let's do it. Yeah, we'll check in with Wario. Okay, dropping dimes and socket signs. What do you got? <laughs> we uh, we're also going to check in with my go-to when I'm intoxicated, Wario. Both teams getting their points. The correct answer is Wario. Um, I I play tested this question to a couple of people, um, and a couple of them answered with Bowser. But I'm like, he's not a rival of Mario. He's not so much a He's a villain more than a rival. Yeah, so. and Wario, just he's so gross to play with. It, oh, it yeah. like <laughs> like like it's not going slow, but you feel like it's going slow, and that's why I like to pick him. So hold on, <laughs> Wario, dot dot dot. He's so gross to play with. <laughs> okay. So after halftime, we have a score of dropping dimes and suck at signs with two sixty five, and we're bitter, and we know it. Might get a little more bitter after some news coming their way with 355. I'm sitting back here knowing what's coming. And really well, at least I get to be grass. oblivious and then you can watch me, you know, watch my top uh, just blow. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. So everybody loved the callback we had to DJ Cooper. You don't have to do this, Eric. I do. You don't have to. I have to. Today's third quarter will be the Dean's List. The Dean's List. 
For this quarter, there will be three lists containing ten items, where the teams will go back and forth, guessing the items on the list. If a team guesses incorrectly, the other team can attempt to finish out that list. Each team is allowed one mulligan to be used after an incorrect guess. Each item is worth ten points. This isn't a, this isn't a, this isn't a style we, we, we this is a, this oh, is no. a penalty. <laughs> oh, There's a is... flag on the play. This is. Oh, no. Okay, Tex, we oh, don't see... do this anymore. We, oh, we, boy. we uh, discontinued this uh, good ra- round style. <laughs> <sighs> I can't wait. At least I don't edit the third quarter. That's why it's in the third quarter. <laughs> Matt's going to love you. Matt already knows. <laughs> Do you write it by him for an okay before you pull? No, I, I, I asked him. Like, I'm like, what if what if we just threw a dean's list in? He's like, go for it. I'm like, I'll no, put it in the third people, oh. This was a request. I know by a I chose people. chaos the other day. That didn't mean everybody <laughs> got to just willy nilly go. Uh, so, Tex, how this you. works? I blame you, Josh. <laughs> Tex, how this, this works? Wouldn't have stopped him. He would have done it anyway. No, you're right. He would have. <laughs> So how this works, Tex, is there will be three lists. Um, we'll go through each one. Teams will go back and forth, giving answers on the list. If you miss one, you can get one retry for each or for all three lists. So you get, can't use it more, uh, multiple times on one list. Call them okay. mulligans. Mulligan, gotcha. basically. All right. All right. Get him I have to re-record just one this. mulligan total. It was one for all three lists. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get one, like total, one for right. each list. You get yes, one total. Correct. Yeah, I gotcha. Do I need yeah. to re-record the rules for this? Uh, no, I'm we'll, sure we'll, it's archived we'll, somewhere. We'll get it somewhere. If nothing else, Matt can go grab it from a <laughs> early episode. episode. Uh, you're welcome, Sam. You're welcome. Did Sam ask for this? He's brought it up many times. Every time he's on, he's like, oh, the next quarter, he'll just throw out Dean's list. Right, Talking about well. someone who ended their career in Dallas. I'm going to go down there and end <laughs> his career. All right. Well, Sam all is right. now on my list. So. All right. All right. Hopefully it's a tall shit list because he's a tall man. He is. Uh, he's not that much taller than me. So I'm, I, you know, I can look that guy right in his nose. Chin. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> All right. So, so Dean's list, list one. I want the Green Bay Packers leading rushers of the 2000s. So that's 2000 oh, through 2009. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. And we'll start with the guest. So, uh, Marcus oh, and Tex, um, dropping dimes and socket signs. I'm going to give yeah, each team a minute to give an answer. So this can move a little quicker. Do you want to go with that as the first one? Because that was my first name. As that, well. that is number one. Yes. Okay. Then go for it. All right. I'm on green. I'm on green with 8,322 yards is number one. Seahawk legend. I'm on green. All right. Over to <laughs> we're bitter and we know it. Amon Green, who fumbled a couple of times, and they said, ah, let's trade him and then draft Sean Alexander. I'm not bitter. I don't care. The 2000s? Wasn't Ryan Grant in that stretch? Yes, he was. That's who I would say. Yeah, let's do it. Ryan Grant. With 3,412 yards, Ryan Grant is number two. Over to suck it. (laughs) And just so I'm clear, are we going? Are, are we going in order? No, no we don't oh, have to be go any of It just happens to be going in order. Anybody, yeah, anybody you think is on this list, go and you feel good about. Go ahead. 
You know what I mean? This is yeah. this is you. I I can reaffirm names, but like you're gonna have a much better idea of who's high on this list. And again, uh, this is this is top X number that we're looking for. Top top ten. ten. Top ten. Top ten. Top ten in the two thousands. All right. Just debating which way to go next. I mean, if you feel good about both, like you feel both are in the top ten, then you can just pick one and yeah. Hope they don't say that one. I said 2000, 2009. Let's go with Najee Davenport. The other number two. With 1,068 yards, Najee Davenport is number three. The other number two. <laughs> the other number two. <laughs> God. Back over uh, to bitter. Do, do, we, do we need to explain that? No, no, no. no. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking for the sake of the listeners, but I, I know Matt will appreciate that one. He came up on the, uh, the, the pod we just did with him a couple weeks ago. Ooh. <laughs> oh my gosh all right bitter you got about 45 seconds how about uh how about uh sam good um gano or not gano um, yeah sure yeah at name? this point gado or gado or whoever you say his name i remember him but okay is that what you're going with yes all right so i i, I believe you're speaking of sam con gado yes with 575 yards in just nine games, he is number six on the list. Oh, my God. Uh, he's number six. Wow. <laughs> Over uh. to suck it. Over All right. Well, if, if Sam Cagato's number six, then Brandon Jackson will definitely have to be on there. Agree. Is that what we're going with? Yes. Yes. All right. So with 626 yards in 36 games, Brandon Jackson is number five. Over to bitter. Nebraska legend. I've only yep. got one yep. more name. Josh, I don't know about you. That's more names than I have. Go with Fisher. With 880 yards, Tony Fisher is number four. Over well, to second. Was Jackson five? That. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's <laughs> fortunate. <laughs> Oh, oh baby, give me one more chance. Do you that I love you? So we have seven, eight, nine, and ten oh, still left on the list. It's, it's Jackson five. <laughs> oh man! All right, hey, I, I think. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We okay, lost Marcus. Um, I, I, I think I think I got to go with Deshaun Wynn. <laughs> Is that what we're going? You're checking in with Deshaun Wynn. If he says it, Eric, we're going with it. I'm not All in right. question. All right. Okay. Deshaun Wynn, unfortunately, is not on the list. Oh, so you have no. a choice, a choice to use a mulligan or give the rest of the list to uh, we're bitter and we know it. Okay. Um, so the only strategy here is if we think that they're not going to name another person, we could save the mulligan. But if you feel like you got a good beat on who the rest of it could be, then and you want to run it, then we can do that. I, I don't have a good beat on on the rest of it sweeping the rest of the way through. No. Okay. Well, then I because, also no. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. no. I. They also didn't feel terribly confident about. Uh, or they didn't sound terribly confident about any other names yet. So right. So, so going passing. It? Yeah, I, th I think right. I'm okay passing it. All right. All right. So it's going back to we're bitter and we know it to finish the list. 
That's the only name I've got left, Josh. Uh, I have the one. Did you see the one I put? Oh, but I think yours might be better. Yeah, I I, th- I think he played. I think he had more carries at least. Yeah, look, you know what? Let's go with it. And if we're lucky enough, we can try that other one. All right, we're go- we're we're going to a fullback here. We're going to go to John Coon. John Coon is not all right on the list. Is uh is William Henderson? William Henderson, not on the list. Oh well, so both did, are fullbacks. Did, did Dorsey Levens make the list? So, are you guys going to use your your mulligans? No, no, no. we're, we're getting out of this list. All right, <laughs> run it. So, number seven with five hundred seventy yards, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, duh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> duh. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Number eight. Yeah, r- rushing yards. Okay. Yeah, that makes number sense. Number eight. Favre. With 529 yards, Vernand Morrissey. Morrissey. Who? That 2006-2017 was a mess. <laughs> oh, 2006. Oh, Number nine with 391 yards in 128 games, Brett Favre. Wow. Wow. And number 10. Two yards behind Brett Favre in just 20 games in the 90s or 2000s. I'm sorry. 389 yards. Dorsey Levens. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about it, but I was like, no that was way. that was that return after he after he left for Philly for a couple of years. Yep. All right. Was there an unsexier back in the history of football <laughs> than Dorsey Levens? So we got Brad Muster for the Bears. There's one for you. Scotty Graham. <laughs> So we each got 30 for that one. Both teams got 30 points on that list. So brings us to list number two, which we'll go to. We're bitter. We know it first. I want the top 10 active career playoff point leaders who have only played for one team in the NHL. Oh, good God almighty. All right. Active. Got Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Active career playoff points leaders that have only played for one team. We'll check in with Sidney Crosby. With 201 points, Sidney Crosby is number one. That brings us over to Suck It. Okay. Uh, can I do this just so I can act like I contributed? Do it. Okay. We're going to say Alexander Ovechkin. With 141 points, Alexander Ovechkin is number three. Over to Bitter. All right. We'll check in with Yevgeny uh, Malkin. With 180 points, Evgeny Malkin is number two. Back to suck it. Should I take this one? Yeah, yeah. Whatever you, whatever you're most confident with. All right, let's go with Patrick Kane. With 132 points, Patrick Kane is number five. That brings us back to we're bitter and we know it. Oh boy, how about uh, anything else? Can you play for more than one team? Uh, I don't know. That I'm not sure on. Uh... So for I'm gonna throw something in here for for the listeners, um, we're looking for the active playoff point leaders in the NHL that I, only I, played for one team. I think he's safe. You think so? Yeah, I don't think he's played for anyone else. Got about ten seconds. You, you think he's high enough on the list? Yeah, I do. Okay, Jonathan Taves. With 119 points, Jonathan Taze 
is number eight on the list. Beck to suck it. Okay. What do you, which one do you next uh, feel good about? I like that one. I yeah. like that one a lot. All right. We're going to check in with Steven Stamkos. Steven Stamkos with 78 mm. points is not in the top 10. Mm. Would you like to use a mulligan? We got a lot more names. <laughs> we do we have, have a lot more names on this one. We have, we're still looking for number four, number six, number seven, number nine, and number ten. What do you think? I'd, I'd be up for using it. Okay, let's do it. Do it. All right, I'm gonna need an answer. Okay. All right. Yeah. We're gonna go Nicholas Backstrom for Washington. With 114 points, Nicholas Backstrom is number 10 on the list. Woo-hoo! There we go. There we go. Back over to we're bitter and we know it. You going to go with one that I? Yes. Go with him first. Okay. Uh, we'll check in with uh, Nikita Kucherov. With 138 points, Nikita Kucherov is number four. Back to suck it. You picked the wrong lightning. Yeah, we did. Um, and you did you did have it pretty high too. I think you actually put it before, didn't you? Yes, mm. I was thinking that team also. Mm. Oh, um we have three entries left on the list. Yeah, I feel good about that one. Okay, let's do it. I was gonna I was gonna ask if he had been on uh yeah. one team. Yeah, okay. uh Brad Marchand. Oh with one hundred and 18 points, Brad Marchand is number nine. Okay, then we got to go with the one we have left then, <laughs> right? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I'll go uh, <laughs> Patrice Bergeron. With 127 points, Patrice Bergeron is number six. So we have one left. Looking for number seven? That's correct. Okay, number seven. All right, uh, Anze Kopitar. Unfortunately, he is not on the list. He's not in the top 15. Okay. All right. So that brings us to we're bitter and we know it to try to get the last entry on the list. Mm-hmm. Have we had anybody from that team yet? I don't think so. I think haven't the only Western Conference been Chicago? Yeah, we. there's got to be someone from the Ducks on this list. Okay. Can you name a duck who's been only a duck? Um, Scores points. Uh, uh, um, Donald uh, Banks. Scrooge. Banks. <laughs> Connor Banks. Yeah, Connor Banks. <laughs> um, Russ Tyler. Uh, oh, man. Um, no, I can't. I, I don't. Averman. Averman. Guy Germain. Guy Germain, that's it. Oh, I couldn't think of it. Why did um, I ask that question? No. Annie Moreau. Yeah. Wait, wait, who's the one from the first one? Carp? <laughs> we know it's not Goldberg. He's too busy with other things. Other, other of life's pleasures. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I'm out of names. I, I can't think of I, that's not a team I Dean Portman I paid much attention to. <laughs> right. 
Fulton Reed. That's who I was Fulton. trying to look at. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Are there any sharks that we could name too? We haven't named any sharks yet. If, Tiger. If, uh, if Thornton hadn't left, and is he even still playing? I don't even know Thornton still playing. played for a long time for the um, Bruins too. <laughs> okay. I, I just know that, but he also went somewhere else now, Ooh. didn't he? He's, he's somewhere in the... Same with uh, what's his name, Duncan Keith, just left too. Um, I don't, I don't have anything. I don't either. All right, we're out. What do you got? Nothing. Nothing. No names. So the last one on the list was number seven. He had 120 points. You guys were on the right track, looking for a duck. He's technically active until the end of this season, and then he will be retiring. His name is Ryan Getzlaff. Getzlaff. Oh. Mm. I, I thought he was. I thought he was already player. retired. <laughs> He's, I mean, it was yeah, announced that this I mean, was his last, his farewell yeah. season. So I wouldn't have, I, yeah, I didn't have it anyway. At least we got a couple extra points out of that mulligan. All right. Which brings us to list number three, which will then go back to dropping dimes and socket signs. This one's a little wordy. So in 1993, oh, no. the SB, the SB for best boxer went to Riddick Bow. Since then, it went to 10 different boxers. Note that the award was not given out from 2007 to 2018. And also it was not given out in 2020 due to COVID. So from 94 till 2021, it was given to 10 different boxers. So I'm going to need, there's no particular order. It's just 10 boxers from 94 till 2021. Yeah. What do you want to go with first? <laughs> I mean, either either one. I don't care. What was the time frame that they weren't issuing it? 2007 to 2018. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It took a break. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're going to check in with Evander Holyfield. Evander Holyfield has won it three times. 94, hey. 97, and 98. So we're going back to we're bitter and we know it. We go with the one that I said right after Holyfield. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. We'll go. Uh, uh, Roy Jones Jr. Roy Jones Jr. has also won it three times in 96, 2000 and 2003. Back to suck it. Yeah, I like that. You like that? I think so. I yeah, I think so, too. I'm just. I'm just so terrified, mm-hmm. mostly to disappoint Eric Walling, but <laughs> no, I'm, I don't care about what uh, anything he thinks. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. We're yeah. going to check in with Lennox Lewis. In 2002, Lennox Lewis. That is correct. Back over to we're bitter and we know it. Probably. For that, yeah. Are we, are we, is the 2021 one in play? Yes. Okay. I, I, that's got to be it. It's got to be. Yeah. Uh, Tyson Fury. In 2021, Tyson Fury. That is correct. Back over to suck it. Uh, Riddick Bow. What was the? What was that? Sorry, I just need. Riddick Bow was the first in 1993. 93. Okay. Yes. So we're looking from 94 to 2021, with about 11 years missing in between. We're gonna check in with Oscar De La Hoya. Winner in 99 and 2006, Oscar De La Hoya is correct. Nice. Go with that one, Josh, yeah. Which one? The one I just said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, we'll check in with uh, Canelo Alvarez. Winner in 2019, Canelo, Ever- Canelo Alvarez is correct. We are going to check in with Bernard Hawkins. Winner in 2005, we have Bernard Ooh. Hawkins. Let's go. We have three left. All right, should we go with that one? Mm-hmm. I think he snuck in early, George Foreman. Winner in 1995, no. everyone's, everyone's dead, no George way. Foreman. Is it when yeah. he came back and won at like 40-something yep. yeah. years old? It was yeah. like 95, I think. Is that what yeah. you said? They backed a pickup truck and went into his house, yeah. and he's just like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> Crazy. Okay. So that leaves two years. Yep. Jeez. Yep, yep, yep. And they're one-timers. Because we got two names left, right? Yeah. Right. I, I, I've got to tell you, I got nothing. <laughs> I am done. I have exhausted my minimal knowledge of boxing history. Boxing history since 1994. So, so I'll tell you for the listeners, um, the Bernard Hopkins one, why I even brought him up is because of the Fight Night video games. I remember he was on the cover a couple of times. Yeah, that's the only reason I brought that up. Gosh, 01 and 04. That's... That's rough. That's a name that I know that I don't know what era he's in. I just know it's a name. <laughs> sure. Do it. I, that That's more than I got. Okay. We're going to go with Julio Cesar Chavez. That is incorrect. Yeah, I just kind of figured. I didn't know what era. I think there's a junior yeah. in there. Somewhere. So we're going gonna to go back to we're bitter and we're no, we know it uh, for the final two if they can get it. So De La Hoya had... Uh, some scraps with um what's his name uh, trinidad mm. in the middle there i wonder if he's on here i mean the times the 01 and 04 fit right between the two de la hoyas so if you... yeah yeah so I... felix, let's try felix trinidad we'll okay. check that in in 2001 felix trinidad is correct Okay. That's who, That's the name i was trying to grab that i couldn't grab i was like who fought de la hoya fought somebody multiple times all right, we got one left on the list. I I don't have this. I don't have any other names. Like I don't either. between between our list and their list. I'm I don't know. Sugar Shane Mosley. You can throw whatever you want because I got nothing. Let's go with Mosley. I'm gonna need two answers because that one's incorrect. And you still oh, have your mulligan. You're going to do another one? <laughs> yeah, another answer. Let's go, Dan. Uh, Woo! Yeah. <laughs> no, my palace here. Just just reach deep down and pull a name out. Just bad boxers. Let's I've go. Got, I got nothing left. We can just Kind of been that a... bad of a boxer to win. He had to have at least been okay for that year. In... This, is, this is right when they decided to give it up, so it's probably not. <laughs> Oh, they're like, God, we gave it to that guy. Let's stop this. Oh no. Should we go with a should we go with a Smith or a Johnson or a sure Lucky Hernandez or sounds good. <laughs> Let's go with like a I don't know. Pick pick one. I nothing I don't a, care. Say a name. Anything. Go with a we'll go with a lucky Gutierrez. Oh, nice. All right. And in 2004, Antonio Gutierrez. No, his name was not Gutierrez. Um, no, that is incorrect. But it was in 2004, Antonio Tarver. 
Oh, is he the guy who brother. is in uh miles right miles yeah. brother miles right? brother yeah miles brother nobody and else that's listening to this except for maybe tim simplot knows who miles oh no Carver no is. is he you, the one Hugh, that was in rocky you will know who yes you're right you're right yeah uh, if you weren't if you aren't a gopher fan from the yes he was late 90s he was he was that's him i'm so mad i was trying to think <laughs> of who that was <laughs> So, by the it, way, I've never I heard of Antonio Tarver, but Miles Tarver. Because <laughs> I think I think in the movie, his name was like Forrest Griffin, maybe, or something like that. That's a real guy. Oh, no, that is. <laughs> Shit. Can we, uh, can, we, can we have everyone stop for just a second and go look up Miles Tarver's mustache? Because it, it, it was glorious. So you, Mason you might- Dixon. Mason, the line they said they said i don't know what to call this guy uh mason dixon <laughs> damn it i uh. oh miles no Starver, miles Minnesota. tarver oh no oh no you remember him i do remember that name actually now that you, now that i'm thinking about him and now that i see that incredible mustache it's something why is he what stop it yikes <laughs> he uh Tell you what, though, that guy could rebound. Well, couldn't shoot, could do, but yeah, he couldn't shoot, but he could rebound. Ooh, enter my score. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. No. You know who had the most manicured and manicured and perfect goatee of all time? Mariners legend Franklin Gutierrez. Now that you mentioned Gutierrez, he had <laughs> lucky the Gutierrez. Most manicured. I'll- it was paper thin. I'll put Fernando Vina, Brewers legend, up there with Franklin Ooh, Gutierrez. Fernando Vina did have a good one. So after the third quarter, we have a score of dropping dimes and suck it signs with 375, and we're bitter, and we know it, 485. No. <laughs> and that brings us to today's fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as put your fours up, This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. The categories for today are as followed. Follows. Hold on. (laughs) The categories for today are as follows. Question one, Sally O'Malley. Question two, the Continental. Question three, the Devil. And question four, Stefan. Are we going back to the days now, as long as we're doing way back stuff, are we going back to the days where we don't say what the categories are? Oh, yeah, I guess I could do that, huh? Jesus. <laughs> All right. Sally O'Malley is going to be uh, the NFL. The Continental will be Major League Baseball. The Devil is uh, nicknames in sports. And, and Stefan will be the NHL. So not even NHL adjacent. Straight up NHL. Oh, it's straight up NHL. That is um clarifying. Can we bet six 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 on the devil question? <laughs> uh, no, but you can you can wager sixty six point six. Oh, nice. Oh. Don't don't do that. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure decimals would be fine in the spreadsheet, but <laughs> fun fun fact for all the listeners out there. Um, some of you may know of the uh uh omen remake in that was released in 2006 as a matter of fact it was released on june 6th 
2006. So ah, if you were in Los Angeles nice. at that time, uh, they had a bunch of billboards up that just had 6606 uh, separated by little upside down crosses as giant billboards to uh, advertise the movie, which was my 18th birthday. <laughs> awesome. So I may or may not be the devil. <laughs> I think we all know the answer to that question. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'll let you listeners decide. We all know the devil wouldn't last more than five minutes in Alaska. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. well, unless he's in the dome. <laughs> Just saying. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one of the fourth quarter. Since the year 2000, the Green Bay Packers have scored 50 points or more four times. Once in 2005, in 2012, and twice in 2014. The easy thing to do would be to the name the quarterbacks for those games. Each game, the Packers had a different leading rusher. Name two of the four leading rushers in terms of yards for those four 50-point-plus games. Uh, we're going to check in. Dropping dimes and suck it signs checked in. We're bitter. We know it has about 40 seconds to talk it up. I mean, we've got two names right now, and I don't know if we're going to. I don't know if it. I mean, if I, I feel good with you saying Eddie Lacey was one of the 2014s. And like if so there looked, were two different ones in 2014, Lacey's got to be one of them. I would think he'd have to be one of them. Yeah. And um, then when I was thinking about the 05, I thought. That's uh, Najee Davenport. When I was looking back at our list of, you know, rushers of the 2000s. Right. Right. And uh, so we're going with Lacey for sure. And then you want to go Davenport or Grant? Um, I think either is fine. I think because would Grant been there in 12? Yeah. Still? I mean, I. I uh, Let's go Davenport then. Okay. All, All right. right. Lacey and Davenport for 85 okay and dropping dimes and suck it signs your answer and wager please all right we're going with eddie lacy and james starks for 100 let's go in order here in 2005 in a game where they won 52 to 3 versus the saints oh my god uh, so the saints were trash then too yeah um the leading rusher was Najee davenport 12 oh. carries for 54 yards in 2012, in a game where the Packers won 55 to 7 versus the Titans, the leading rusher with 20 carries for 80 yards was Ryan, Ryan Grant. Grant. Mm -hmm. Forgot about his 50 yarder in that game. In 2014, November 16, or actually, let's go this the other way. November 9th of 2014, in a 55 to 10 win versus the Bears, the leading rusher. Eight carries, 54 yards. Everybody's favorite, Dewan Harris. God. Wow. <laughs> and the, the last one, November 16th of 2014, one week later in a 53 to 20 win versus the Eagles, the leading rusher for 10 with 10 carries for 69 yards, Eddie Lacy. You kidding the leading rusher in those 55 point, those 50 point games, 
The highest one had like 80 yards. Correct. Okay. And one, is, one was a 50 yard run. This is the Packers we're talking about. They don't run the ball, even when they're crushing well, that, the team. That Philly game had like, I think there were at least two defensive touchdowns in that Philly game. And Eddie Lacy's big play in that game was like a 60-yard screen pass. So that was the that was the iffy one for me. I, I was thinking it was Starks for that Tennessee game, but I completely forgot that Grant came back and busted off that 50-yarder in that game. Son of a gun. So one team oh. getting their points on that. 85 points goes to we're bitter and we know it. Tex had actual knowledge though of that. <laughs> hey, hey, to be to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. Uh, <laughs> oh, letter Kenny, the best. Anyways, um, I every time I was a guest on here and I had Sonic's questions, I missed them most of the time because I know too much. It's paralysis by analysis. You know all of the things, and therefore you have a very hard time sifting through all of it. How and why did you guys pull Davenport specifically for the, the 2005 game? <laughs> I just was going that, back and looking at our list. I was looking at the list of the 2000s oh, runners and I man. thought which one might, which one would have probably been in that 05. And that's where Jeez. I stuck him. All right. Question number two the Continental. There are 13 countries that have three or more players currently active in Major League Baseball. The United States has the most with 1,088 players. Second is the Dominican Republic with 169. There are only two European countries represented in Major League Baseball, both countries with one active player each. One in the AL in his seventh season and the other in the NL in his 10th season. Name each player or name both countries. Okay. Let's check in then. Okay. You checked in? Yeah, we'll check in. All right. Uh, we're bitter and we know it has checked in. Dropping dimes and suck it signs. It's going to now talk it up. Talk it up. All right. Well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good on Gregorius. That sounds right to me. Right. I guess. So, so I, here's my only thought. We've been given two avenues to make a choice. Yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty positive the Netherlands is Gregorius. Yeah. So yeah, if, if and that's you the said case, Germany, then... and you also said Germany, Germany yeah. was just a, a country that popped in my head. I don't know who it is. I have, I have no idea. But if we both thought it, it's just we could just say Netherlands and Germany. Yeah. If we can't think of a place. Oh, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think we, we definitely go countries for sure. Um, yeah. Like I said, Moustakis, Moustakis is, the only, is but, so but I, Greek. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah, yeah. The, the name's Greek. I agree. I think he's, I think you're right. I think he is think, American. It right. just, it just fit because I'm like, okay, who's oh, got yeah. like a Greek name who's in the NL who's been around for about 10 years. So, um, but no, I, I agree. I think he's, I also think he's American. Um, do you want to, do you want to do the two countries? Cause I'm, yeah, I don't think I'm yeah, going to think sure. of another player. So no, we're no. both thinking Germany. Yeah, I so, think Netherlands and Germany sounds pretty good to me. We're going to check in with the Netherlands and Germany for 95 points. And we're bitter and we know it. Your answer and wager, please. Um, we're also checking in um, with the same countries, uh, but then we think we have the players. So, yeah, Didi Gregorius. And I think this came up on one of our previous podcasts where he's like, he's from the Netherlands. And I was like, huh? Um, and I do believe that the German uh, he's in a he's a German American uh, Max Kepler um, ah 
He was so that sounds right. Yeah. Okay. So he's out, right. he was he was signed out of Germany, so it wasn't part of the draft. So we but we also checked in with um the Netherlands and Germany for 85 points. The two countries are Germany and the Netherlands. Um, Didi, Didi Gregorius is from the Netherlands and born in Berlin, Germany, Max Kepler. Nice. So both teams getting their points. Max Kepler, uh, I put in a couple of parlays this weekend, so <laughs> that's very funny. <laughs> I went to funny. a I went to a Twins game last year when he was still playing in Minnesota. Now that I think about it, that that <laughs> I I feel like I remember that being on the scoreboard. Yeah, I mean, it, if you you know if you hear him talk, he uh-huh. I'm I'm sure he's fluent in both languages, but he I'm sure wherever he is, he sounds like he's from that country when he's speaking it. But yeah, yeah. So well, I think both I, his parents might ahead. I think both his parents might be Americans, but they were one was one's an American. No, I thought one of them is. I thought his mom is an American ballet oh, dancer. His, uh, his father is German and his mother is Polish. Yeah, I thought one of them his was like Robert Lewandowski. Dancer. His <laughs> parents were professional ballet dancers. Um, father is Polish, yes, and his mother is from San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't still mean to laugh. That's that's a that's a suburb that's a suburb of Frankfurt, right? Yes, <laughs> San Antonio, <laughs> Germany. <laughs> I just think of Charles Barkley and what he says about uh, women in San Antonio whenever it comes up. Anyways, question number three, category the devil. (laughs) There has been many great line combinations in NHL history. The Legion of Doom line formed in the lockout shortened season of 1994 and 95 when the Flyers traded for John LeClaire to play with Eric Lindros. Who was the third member of this all-time great line? Good luck, Tex. I wish you the most luck, and <laughs> I really hope you can come through. I feel like this isn't that hard of a question. If you know, if you're a hockey fan, yeah, I, I we're we're checking in. All right, um, dropping dimes and second signs has checked in. It is now time for we're bitter and we know it to talk it out. <laughs> now I'm just thinking, Eric. <laughs> I How about this, this tasty lick? <laughs> I know who this is. He's Swedish. Okay. On the highway. On the byway. <laughs> oh, What's his name? Yeah, the devil can't write no love song. <laughs> <laughs> I just got bit by the love, love bat. <laughs> and it's driving me mad. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was his name? I haven't thought about that in years. <laughs> oh, we have a visit to the Mind Palace. <laughs> I feel no like we need, need to add to ch- a drop in there, boys. I feel like we need to change the sound. It needs to just be Dan walking up the steps and then just typing a wrong number into a keypad. It needs and to then, be the and then him just from- mumbling David under his breath, and then he goes in. <laughs> It can be the steps from Thriller, you know, the steps right yes. at the very beginning. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, you go, <laughs> you you have like Samuel Jackson. I'm sure you can find it somewhere of him being like, get the hell out of here. And that's Dan throwing out David. And then <laughs> we come back. Sorry, that took me so long. David was there. I had to throw him out. Um pretty sure this is 
um, Renberg. Cool. How many points? 85 points. And over to Dropping Dimes and Second Signs. Answer and wager, please. Yeah, we're going to go with Mark Recchi for 100 points. One team getting their points here. Unfortunately, Mark Recchi was part of the John LeClaire trade. Um, the correct answer is oh, Mikhail Renberg. The way Dan said it, I thought his name was Renberg. <laughs> <laughs> he has a brother like, named Stimpy. Ah. Yeah. Stimpy Berg. Stimpy Berg. <laughs> Nobody knew Ren's last name was Berg this whole time. <laughs> Isn't it <laughs> Ren Hoek? <laughs> oh man! All right, and I feel like French toast. Idiot! <laughs> By the way, if they ever made a Ren and Stimpy live-action movie, oh my god! Why haven't Jimmy's playing Ren? Right, <laughs> Dan. I think we need to call somebody because that and, and all the hot garbage that comes out today that has never been done. Huge oversight. And it, it has to it, it has to be him, right? It has Steve to be Buscemi looks like a human cigarette. <laughs> he looks like Ren. Doesn't have the right voice though. Who looks like Stimpy? Um, what's that guy's name? Uh Josh Gad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was gonna say the guy from say, the uh I was gonna uh, say Eric Stone Street, but the guy from Hot Fuzz. That's what's that bad. guy's name? Oh, um, yeah, uh, Nick, uh, Nick Frost. Nick, yes. Yep. As long as they have to have the commercials in too, though. Yeah, toast man. and, and who's going to be man French Toast Man? Log. <laughs> Log. Log. Yes. Oh, my God. All right. Let's, oh, let's, all right. Yeah. We, we let's gotta, move on to question four <laughs> in the category of Stefan. Patrick Stefan was not the right choice to start a franchise. What fra- what franchise made Stefan their first ever draft choice, selecting him first overall, passing up on greats like Martin Havlat, Henrik Zetterberg, and one, or at least one half of all time great set of twins? Checking in, and I actually know I'm right on this one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dropping dimes and socket signs checked in. We're bitter and we know it. What do you got? I think. This is exactly what Eric said, not the way to start a franchise. And I don't think that franchise exists anymore, at least not in the form that it did. I think this is Atlanta. I'll trust you. The Thrashers for 14 points. Okay. And back over to suck it. What do you got? Atlanta Thrashers for 80 points. All right. Both teams getting their points. That draft wasn't good to begin with no. um so because even the guys like Havlet and zetterberg were well well after the first round um i mean you had the sedine twins but other than that that's about it the game has come to an end and here are the final scores dropping dimes and suck it signs finishes with a solid 350 points and today's clipboard clip oh my god and today's clipboard captains of the game will be receiving the coveted Randy White Award. We're bitter and we know it. Enjoy your Packers, Wisconsin clipboard captain. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, Anything you guys like to say before we call a night? How about we start over uh, with Tex? Yeah, thanks. uh, Thanks a lot for having me, guys. Looking, I would would certainly love to do it again. Hopefully I can show up a little bit better 
uh, than I did this time. But uh, thanks for putting up with me, Marcus, and, and you guys. It was a lot of fun. Um, well, let's start with this, Tex. It was awesome uh, meeting you. Um, maybe one day we can I can come on your podcast and we can talk about the NFC Championship game. <laughs> God, wow. uh, no, sorry, that's not what I meant. Anyway, <laughs> I'm like the dumb about one. Golden Tate, I'm, right? I'm the dumb one on this show, so like you're pretty much DOA as soon as you arrived. So don't worry about it. Next time we'll put you with somebody much smarter. Uh, I'll be at way less charming, and uh, we'll get. Don't talk about David like that. Don't talk about David like that. And we'll uh, we'll get you a W next time. But dude, it was it was so fun to play with you. It was uh, it was a great time. Dan and Josh, Tex, Tex, come on! You, thanks I think for coming you definitely on. Definitely held yeah. your held your own. That's you know, <laughs> that's okay for you to get some wheelhouse questions wrong because we all do too. When there's questions that roll through and we're like, oh yeah, that oh no, I didn't get it. <laughs> I made up a Vikings quarterback out of thin air once. It wasn't even a real person. <laughs> No, it so, was a it was a combo of two different quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> made made my own mediocre quarterback out of thin air. So, you know, well, you know, at least happens. you have Jake Browning now. So, I don't, I don't, I don't know if he'll be hanging around. Maybe he'll be practice squad again. Who knows? But uh, I think he should be the backup. If I'm being honest, that's not going to happen. <laughs> um. So yeah, we so can we for... can all we can all throw farther than Jake <laughs> Browning. Let's just say that. <laughs> I don't know. My arm's no. pretty pretty toast these days. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, Tex. We 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 really do appreciate it. And I I do mean everything I say when I say that I hate the Packers. But y- you know you're cool, and <laughs> I I know a lot of Packers fans that I love dearly. So it's it's not that. It's it's just your team. I can't stand them. And, and I'm, some fans I'm, like Matt. Yeah, well, and I'm bitter <laughs> about it. And I readily admit it. And as am I ditto to that uh, statement. Um, we're just jealous. I'm not jealous. I just hate them. Well, I'm jealous that (laughs) I I wish we had, you know, hall of fame quarterbacks for a 30 year span. Oh, don't, don't worry. That's, that's coming to an end soon at at this rate. (laughs) Don't fall ass backwards into somebody else. I've got a quarterback you can have. (laughs) Yeah. They're going to end up with Baker Mayfield and he's going to carry on the tradition. They can have Kirk Cousins. Yeah. You can take Kirk. That's fine. No, no, no one wants. Loonies. No one wants Kirk Cousins except, except me. for except for Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Apparently, they have a. It would fit. He would fit on. perfectly afterwards. Well, Just roll both, right. They're in. both. They're both pod people, so it's it's fine. <laughs> you're saying you're ready to move on from pod people? Well, whenever Aaron's done, when when he's done, yeah, let's let's be done with the pod people under center. <laughs> um, no one said anything so far about the fact that Tex is sitting in front of Lambeau Field right now, which is <laughs> literally literally done. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I will, uh, I will throw out there that I, uh, I did something to Lambeau field once when I was in green Bay that, uh, I'm not going to admit what it was. Cause I think the statute of limitations might still be, still be going on that. But, uh, I, I felt better after I was done. And <laughs> Dan, I had I a lot to can, drink before I, then. Dan, and I think you can pee in the sinks. I think that's just a thing that happened. <laughs> um, I don't well, think you're sure going to get in trouble for that. Dripping there, in urine. It doesn't there, matter. There was a spot. There was a spot with my name on it. <laughs> on the bricks Jeez, on the outside. Um, All right. Oh, on the outside. Committing crimes on the podcast. You're welcome. I don't I don't think you can go to an NFL football game and not step in urine repeatedly. So I mean I think you're okay. And you know what, Tex? You have the honor because like they these guys are more than welcome to have you on. They hate you, your bitter rival. 
David's a part of the podcast, so he doesn't count, but I would never allow an Oregon fan to come on this show. Because <laughs> we will oh, fight. <laughs> so you're saying don't invite justice. Got it. <laughs> Is that his first name? Yeah. Yeah, Justice no, Mosqueda from Acme Packing Company. No, yeah. then don't. No. Hey, Justice. <laughs> as long as Marcus is if, if Marcus I'm is be non- far away. <laughs> I don't know. I think that can make for an interesting podcast. It better be, maybe should be a fast break episode. There might be a lot of cursing involved. Uh, love it. Just kidding, Justice. All Come right. on the podcast, well, please. Awesome. Well, thank you, Tex, for coming on. And if you want to take a minute, just for any Packers fans that we may have other than Matt, I think it's just Matt and Trevor. I think that's it. Trevor. Oh, Trevor's a Packers fan. <laughs> oh, All right. Yeah. Well, Trevor's not allowed to back on the podcast. Um, go ahead, text. Let us know where we can find you. Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, again, you can reach all of, all of our work at Acme Packing Company. It's acmepackingcompany.com. Uh, we're at Acme Packing Co. on Twitter, Instagram. Um, you can get me at Tex Western on Twitter. And uh, yeah, hope to hope to see you guys around the interwebs. Go Pack Go. Absolutely. Ugh. I honestly thought you were a division three college when I first heard your name, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> now they changed. Wait, you're much cooler Tex, than that. Tex Western or Acme Packing Company? <laughs> Both, I guess, but yeah, Tex Western. I mean, wasn't there a Texas? What there used to be a Texas Western. Was, what it's they... now uh, UTEP. Yeah. UTEP. Yeah. It ended up being right. UTEP. Yeah. Yep. Well, way to end the podcast on a UTEP. Awesome. Hey, well, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Bench Warmer Strawberry Podcast. Until next time, smoke some meth and we'll keep the bench warm. No, kids. No, do <laughs> not. Math. No. No, I said do math. Gamble and drink instead. Oh, I meant to say do math. I meant, you know, math, math helps math. I mean, I'm pretty sure it does not. Oh. PCP. No. No. That'll help. If you want to be an it. accountant. Stop. All of you. Stop. Cut it. The booger sugar. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.